Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Holy Commutes podcast here on Wednesday. It's the Wednesday edition. Holy Commutes is the only place you can get a daily morning wiffle ball podcast show. Um, I am one of your hosts, Trent Steffes, along with me, as always, Austin Steffes. Trent, thank you for having me. You're welcome. I appreciate it. And joining us once again here in this HRL opening hype month, we have the current host of the HRL Touch Mall podcast, Evan Sibbett. Welcome, Evan. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. And we have Austin Hovis. Austin, welcome. Austin Hove Hovis. That's the last time Hove. I'm going to call you Austin because yes. it's Hove. Hove from here on out. It's <laughs> great to um, be here once again. Yeah, Love so you. the Touch Em All podcast, the last time we had you on, you talked about how you took it over from Sanchez and Stash, and they did a good job of doing it, of like really just kind of starting a new HRL podcast because I think they've had it in the past. Right. I think Vlade and Bauer have done some. Mm-hmm. Um, but they brought it back, and then and then uh, you guys kind of took over the reins this year. Uh, kind of tell me about the Legends lineup that you guys did. Yeah, so all of just kind of brought up an idea in my mind. We were actually practicing for UF and hanging out one night, and he said we should do something on the podcast. I talked to Stash already, and kind of got going on it late November after Thanksgiving, and it was just fun. And I said, hey, let's just try to get as many like Legends, per se, as we can on, and then I had an idea, let's fill out an entire week and record it with uh, a bunch of different legends and it was just a fun week, so yeah. hopefully a lot of hype leading up to year 20 that we could provide. Who did you guys have on for the for that week? We had, so for our first day, crazy trio of guys, to be honest. Zachary, Ustis, Seuss, Dr. Seuss, the legendary Dr. Seuss of the HRL Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Ten-time Cy Wiffle winner, four-time champion, member of the Reds, the best team in HRL history. Him, along with Palp, who was on that Reds team with him and has plenty of acc- acc- accolades as well, and arguably the greatest player in HRL history, Spoon. Oh, who wow. Palpatine's son yep so we had a father-son duo along with dr seuss longtime teammates and friends all of them so we had them on monday we had web gem of the aces on tuesday maybe five on wednesday and on thursday we had the two founders of the hrl basically joey law and truck mm-hmm. pat moriarty yeah what a we just want uh, going into year 20 so to answer your question from my perspective is yeah we just wanted that, the back on we, that one. yeah no doubt about that <laughs> took an opportunity and we were like for sure let's revisit all this all these greats going yeah. into this season no and, and like you said it's it's so important because we're hrl based here in the twin cities um it's it's so it's got such a depth of history. I mean, 2004 was the year it was established. That's so, right. that's so much older than so many leagues in this country that are currently running some of those some of the most popular leagues. Like really like I think Golden Stick might be older technically. Um Skibby is 1 year older. They just mm-hmm. celebrated their 20th. But I mean, HRL is really kind of in its it, it's almost in a class of its own because it's really the only kind of weekly wiffle ball league that supports so many teams. And it's every league is so different and so unique, but HRL is really kind of on an island of its own. Really, in in all the travels that I've done, in all the leagues that I've played in and talked about, it's just like HRL is on a totally different level. Right. And like you guys said, it's it's a, it's a, it's our twentieth season coming up, 
Um, and so that's part of the reason why we're doing this collab here between the Holy Commutes podcast and the Touch Em All podcast is to help with that hype. And so what we're doing here um, to hype up the opening month of wiffle ball, specifically in here in Minnesota for HRL opening week, uh, we're going to be talking about today one player to watch from every single team. So we went through, and HRL this year has 24 teams divided between two cities, so 12 teams in each city. Each guy was randomly assigned, well, not so randomly for some of them, because I didn't want us to have our own team. And so um, we kind of, I kind of manually separated those, but then each of us has six players. We're going to go through in order. Uh, we're going to take turns, go in a circle, and give our player to watch from each team. And uh, the criteria for this is completely boundless. This could be purely statistical based. This could be, man, this person's an absolute laugh to play with, like in a total fun star, um, someone you think that deserves a bit more recognition, anything like that. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go through and just make sure every team kind of gets their kind of moment in the spotlight and someone that in the, in the coming opening week you should definitely be paying attention to. And I'm going to get things started. I went ahead and gave myself uh, Hove's team, the Baby Cakes, and from that team, I'm going to give, there, there's so many players, like but I'm going to go the complete opposite here and use your rookie from last year in Hondi as the player to watch. Mm. This guy blew me away from the moment I shook his hand and met him. Um, he's got, he's, I mean, he's got an absolutely dynamic personality and he's super outgoing and a nice guy, but he's got... He's just a really good, natural kind of athlete and player. And he, he pitched he pitched fairly well last year. He, he only had like five games to start, um, but he had like around a five ERA. But his hitting was pretty good, too. It was around 350. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of these things where, I mean, I'm sure Hove can talk endlessly about how beneficial it is to play with guys who have been through so many things. Like you said, they were on your Legends lineup podcast, Seuss and Pelt. They've been through everything in this league forever. Like, they've been doing this since back when you guys were in grade school, you know? Mm -hmm. So, doing having that year under the belt for Hondi, and he played other forms of wiffle ball too, and I think he's going to keep doing that and just, I, I, I don't know, I, I really feel like this could be as good of a year as he had last year. He could really kind of break out and just take it to that next level. And, again, help the baby cakes even more too. Because if he could, I mean, if he can overtake... If he can be like that reliable, insanely good number three for you guys, yeah. that's that's a crazy option to have, especially once you get into late September wiffle ball. So Hondi's my player to watch from the baby cakes. Uh, Austin, what do you think? Uh, so the first team I have is the reigning champions of the HRL, the Aces. Yes. And you could go, you could probably talk a whole day about how dynamic each player from that team is, and you could talk about Ev or Webgem or Dumpy. And even Dave, but I'm gonna go with their new player to the team, Keanu, just because it's someone new to the team and we don't know what they're gonna bring yet, and just kind of a new player being added to a team with that mentality and just kind of what they, what they're expecting as to repeat and probably be playing high level wiffle ball every night that they play. I think he's someone that could add a lot to this lineup that we don't even know about yet. So hell yeah, I think a good look out there. Yeah, definitely. I'm up. Yes, Hove. Honestly, I want to give a shout-out to OC, though. Uh, my boy Dodger Dave. I think he's going to take an insanely huge step forward. Me too. No, I, I, think, I think he's up for uh, most improved with a guy like TC. 
Yeah, that's and, that's, nice. and that's why I kind of yeah. like put him on that level too, because I was yeah. like, I'm already kind of like expecting that, so that's why I kind of like. Yeah, for sure. I but like you said, like it's like, just it's gonna be this guy joining this juggernaut for sure. Dave is a dog, though. Dave is a dog. <laughs> there's no doubt about that. All right, Hovi, your first team. My first team was the Chihuahuas. Hell yeah! Which I'm glad I got because, you know, me and Mippy, I don't. I haven't broken the news to anyone yet, but we've recently struck up a relationship. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take nickname from that team, though. Oh. He always puts up good stats, and I've looked at his before. And I haven't played him much, but I get to play them once this year. And, yeah, they're going to be such a fun team. So I think he's going to be – he's going to have a great year. Every time I see him play, he's a good football player, which is – Completely agree. Enough for me. Yeah. Such solid, a crafty lefty. Yeah, he's a solid dog. two-way player for sure. Yeah. He's a he's a dog. Yeah. Yeah. The dog. whole team's dog. Literally, dogs, literally. Dogs. He's a dog. <laughs> well, I got the Mariners, and it's fun because Austin, you had me, and, and now I got you guys a squad. Um, for you guys, I'm gonna go with uh, you, Austin. Actually, Ooh. I'm gonna go with Squirrel. Um, I think one of the m- most fun days I've had in the HRL, as far as like days, experiences was. I think it was 2019 with Palooza and. You were on one one game. I think you had three bombs or something. Alpha Lulu against Alpha the Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. beating Damn. them, beating up on them back in 2019. <laughs> so, I hope you uh, continue that hot streak from the plate. Uh, saw you do it at UFC. So you were raking all day. So, I'm predicting a couple All Stars on the Mariners, and mm-hmm. you guys are gonna have good uh, a good season. And, and Austin's gonna be the driving force behind it. Wow! Wow! Appreciate that. Big stuff. My next team is an expansion team. We have the Space Cowboys. Um, the Space Cowboys, made up of the great local band uh, Mineral Man, here in the Twin Cities. They're from Minneapolis, and uh, for a couple of the few of the guys on the uh, Space Cowboys also play in that band. And we were using them here on Mineral Man Month on Wednesdays in the Holy Commutes podcast. And uh, today we introed with a song called Green Mars. That's from their. Uh, that's from Mineral Man's Red Mars trilogy. Back when Mineral Man was just, um, back when Mineral Man was just a single guy, um, and that guy Hank, he is the Mineral Man. Will be playing in HRL. However, it's not Hank I'm going to be talking about. It's his brother Owen. He. I got to meet him. He went to the. He went to the winter meeting, and uh, Sully, out of everybody on his team, was talking about Owen. Owen's this uh, tall, strapping, blonde young man, mm. and he uh, apparently he can bring it at the he can bring it on the mound when it comes to speed. So when it comes to the Space Cowboys, it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be like kind of walk in the park lob pitching. Like there's definitely there's definitely going to be learning curves when it comes to playing in the HRL. Obviously, yeah. when you when you go from like no wiffle ball to playing in the HRL, that's a big thing. But mm. Apparently he's got some natural baseball talent that we're uh, that we're about to see. So for the Space Cowboys, I'm gonna go with Owen, mm. nickname to be determined, a natural mm. nickname. Next uh, up for me is I have the Twins, a very well-known, familiar team in the HRL, probably one of the most vet teams at this point. I mean, there might be a few others. First but year champions. First yeah. year, I mean, one of the most historic teams in HRL. Yes. And sure. I'm going to go with a historic player, someone very well-known. I'm going to go Nelson. Oh, my God. That call. He's such a key player to them, and it's like if he's hot some night, like he just he can hit. And like there's some years where it's like, I don't know if he had like 30 home runs plus or something, but it's like he can hit the ball, and it's not – 
like I said, like there's no easy out in Hopkins really, and that's just another example. Like if Nelson's dude, on, like dude, Nelson freaking. <laughs> there was a year he should have been in the All Star game for hitting because my man was hitting over four hundred. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, dude, yeah, it, that was a like, tragedy because Nelson is like he's, he's the shit. best. Freaking guy in the league. I love that guy oh, so he much. He's us. Uh, he's an absolute clown, and he just rakes out of nowhere. And but like, you're so happy for him. Even if you're the pitcher, you're like, hell yes, let's go. When we played them last year, uh, he striped like three off me. He was probably three <laughs> for five off me. That dude, he <laughs> does that. He's so good. Because he he's been playing forever, dude. Yeah. He's just playing. Like he's call. just toying around yeah. with us. What a great call. Yeah. yeah, some major love for Nelson. Deservedly so. Yeah. Uh, just the daddy. The daddy of this entire <laughs> league, for sure. Oh, man. All right, Hovey, your second team. I got the lug nuts. Um... I have just history with the lug nuts, so it's wow. it's tough to tell. Not history, but like interesting. See, this was a randomly have, assigned team too. So. I have played against them with arguably a couple of the best teams in HRL history. Yeah, with the likes of Doctor Seuss, Nightmare, Psych, and yeah, when you're playing the lug nuts, so it creates for interesting games. And when it comes to playing wiffle ball, I don't know much about blank space or Bloomin' Arse. Um, f- fine, Franklin. I think Franklin can pitch the ball, and he's. I like to be around him, so. Yeah. Shut up, Franklin. Love you. He is. <laughs> he is a good sneaky good pitcher. Yo, shut up. He's twi- quickly yeah. become like one of the faces of the HRL too. Yeah, no doubt so, about that. All Star Night. I love to see him around the rinks, and MVC. I can't wait to see him around the rinks. This Most year. valuable chirper, bro. That's right. <laughs> well, I got the Mets for my second team, defender, uh, former champions. Um, this year they added Thunderson to go along with Charwall, champion Charwall, JC, legend of the HRL, and Taco, the one player to of watch. The HRL. One I will. To watch. Uh, I will say. I'll go with Thunderson. Um, that was one of my favorite signings, I think, of the year. Yeah. Uh, fits so well. Fits like a glove. Yep. Um, you know, similar guys to a guy like JC. They all can pitch. They all can hit. Three lefties in the lineup. Um, and then you had Docs. So I think mm-hmm. Thunderson will fill some shoes that Mip left behind pretty well. And I expect him to have a bounce back year and maybe make an all-star team. Yeah. And like you said, it's a really like a glove it's it's a good fit because he's kind of got that he's got he's definitely got a fun streak to him but he's also takes himself pretty seriously and he's a good player and he backs up you know him taking himself that seriously so right. um you know it's really hard to replace mippy five but when it comes i mean that's a hell of a two-way player uh to replace him with so yeah that's a good look there um number three for myself we're entering our third round here we have it numbered on our list um, <clears throat> I'm gonna. I have the blue wahoos, and the person I'm gonna be going with is none other than TC. Mm-hmm. And Aust- uh, Hove brought him up in our last podcast, and uh, I was glad he didn't really dog. get into it so much. Yeah. He is a dog, but uh, so TC, he's a Factor Field original, and I got to play a lot of Factor Field this past summer. And there's nobody that's more automatic hitting a home run it's off of me. And I don't give up a ton of home runs. But 
nobody has a prettier swing in that entire field, and that I'm including the Mippy, I'm including the Wish, than TC. Mm. TC's swing just has to line up with this skinny bat and, and this medium kind of to fast pitch type of style. Right. And I think it started to... And by the end of the year, I think he's going to be dropping bombs all over Hopkins and in Wifflepalooza. I think I, I predicted them to make a run in Wifflepalooza, and I think that the reason they're going to make that run is because TC is going to be on another level hitting. Uh, he And the thing is, last year, they really didn't have somebody to be that person at the plate. They got somebody this year to be their marquee hitter. They got the Wish, who's arguably one of the best players in the entire freaking country man um and so you can take that entire burden and grow off of that and get more quality at bats and not have to be the center of hitting right. tc is going to be dropping nukes by the end of the year i can't wait to see it yeah definitely going to be a big step up for that team yeah uh, for my next team i have the americans and another player uh aforementioned uh earlier was jj Jetplane. yeah and um Listen, we've known this guy. I've known him for like over a decade. Yeah, it feels I know him like probably. It is over a decade. Over a decade. MNWA is over. He's, and he's Jetplane's a founding father of MNWA, the Minnesota Wiffleball Association. And yeah. former MVP, and just he's played in HRL before. Was uh, the reason the when they were the Diamondbacks that they won the uh, won the tournament Wiffleballs yeah. of that year. Like I, I watched it. I was, like he is just such a good player. He's so mythical whenever he shows up, too, because I feel like a different version of himself, like, always appears. <laughs> That's and so true. I really don't know what it's going to be like. He could just be, like, trying to get back into it, or he could just be, like, come in, and he could really shock the league because he kind of did that when he was uh, such a solid player and such kind of like a, um, just kind of like a do-everything player. He's, a, like, a glue guy, and he really, uh... He just goes hard, and, and that's his type of style. And yeah. to see him back will be really nice. So I'm excited to see. Played a full rookie season, 415 OBP. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, dude. He, all, uh, yeah. He, he's a game changer. He was the original. He's one of the original legends in MWA, yeah. and uh, he picked it right, right on. He's gonna be a good hitter, and if he can pick up pitching, I mean, that's just gonna be a great addition to that team. Yeah, sounds like we've had a lot of great additions to the league in this offseason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's not even their rookie. Their rookie Ben Ben yeah. du- Ben he uh, Ben uh, Carolyn he played he played a he played D two baseball and uh, yeah he had a he's he's been really big in wiffle ball tournaments. He played MNWA in twenty twenty two. I feel like Jordan's gonna be that X factor for yeah. him of like for sure. he brings everything and he's gonna lift that team up. Yeah. Okay, I'm next. I got the Hops. Hops and Egan, they're my division. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at their lineup. Yeah, just Big Hops. He's the best player on their team, in my opinion. And great. Great player to, to be around and to play against. And that he's why you got to watch out for that team. No doubt. That's all I, that's all I got for them. I'm a big fan of Big Hops as well. All right, I got the Grasshoppers. Um... We played them in the city finals. Great team. They added my former teammate, Mike Babyface Kapala, um, to a lineup of Cakes, Fishy, Grizz, Smallpox. Lost Nightmare to the Vibes and Egan. Yep. Um, so I think my player for them, I'll go with Fishy, Jake. He's got such a sweet swing, and he's yeah. just a great athlete. He's going to be absolutely on one this year. Probably hit close, if not. I predict, I think all of them will probably hit 40 bombs, so... We'll see some numbers offensively out of Fishy and, and Smallpox Grizz, those guys. 
that'll just be crazy. So it's he's uh, my player this year, I guess. Yeah, squad. it's gonna be it's gonna be important for him to develop as a pitcher too. I think was it was it cakes or fishy that you were saying should cakes. develop? Okay, I don't know if fishy pitches. Though. Gotcha. Well, it, either way, they just got to develop that because they're gonna be able to. I mean, they're going to be able to. Out, they can. They can outscore basically anybody. They just got to cap it somehow. Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of playing that game. Um, all right. So my next team is the Marlins over in Egan. Unfortunately, not a team I get to play a lot. Like even when we play them in the schedule, I seem to miss that night all the time. I don't know what it's about. It's definitely not personal because I do like those guys. But um, yeah, the guy that I'm going to bring up here is probably I'm going to go with Milton. You know, uh, Evan kind of snipped Evan kind of sniped me in our last podcast talking about Milton being a low-key signing and it was because we talked about the Yankees trimming down and he was one of those guys he started with the Pirates and when we would play the Pirates I always I always noticed how good he was as a pitcher he's got some speed um, and he's got some good movement and he's always been a decent hitter and uh, I think that this was a huge signing for the Marlins to kind of stay competitive in their division as we talked about and get something to really compliment Pablo because you know, you got guys that can kind of stay up there around the 300 line, but, you know, he really just need needed some support, and I think you can get that from Milton. In, in as Evan brought up, too, he can be a good, he can be a decent two-way player for them as well and kind of give some support in that area as well. So, yeah, uh, look out for Milton, formerly of the Yankees, now of the Marlins. Great pick. Good pick. I like that. Thanks. He's a dog. Uh Next, I got the Millers, and I don't think he was mentioned earlier, and I'm glad he wasn't. I got to go Smith Dog. Oh, okay. Uh, all-star player, I think, in his first year. Fielder, I believe. All-star fielder. I mean, still, still yep, something. Uh, I think he is someone that could take another step up pitching-wise and is definitely a really good, was a really good addition for them hitting. They kind of needed someone else that was able to like help try to legitimize that like that team and give them a little bit more run support. So mm-hmm. I, think, uh, I think he's going to have a really good second year. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Next, I got the Bears. The Bears. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Truck. Most improved 2022. Oh yeah, and dude. It felt like I just met him like in this last season, like this last off season. Even though I've been in the league for five years now, it it I just love that man and can't wait to spend some time around the rings with him this summer. And yeah, he's just a. He's a natural pitcher and hitter, so... Going to be relying a lot more on his bat now with uh, his younger brother, Sully, starting his own team. Yeah, for sure. But he's the the captain of of probably the funnest team to share the rings with, so... Hell yeah. The Godfather. Mm -hmm. So I got the uh, ponies next, it looks like. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go Air Jordy all the way. He's just such a fun guy to be around and gives it his all every week. Um, I think he's going to take the mound for them pretty much every week, which he should. Uh, you know, they got that sweet lefty swing. I think he wants to get a lot better at, at hitting. And I think he's going to take that jump this year. Um, he's got the chance to do it, kind of lead that team to where they're going to go. They're going to be tough. Um, I think hopefully it'll come down to them and us for the division. And, you know, it could be a game here, a game there that decides it. And I think Jordy's going to be a big reason why they go far this year. Man, there's like nobody more passionate in the HRL than Jordy either, yeah. I gotta say. Like, he's just like, because I swear, like, he set out literally at the beginning of the year, he wasn't a pitcher. And then he's like, all right, I wanna be good at pitching. And then he set out, worked at it, became good at pitching. And so, I mean, just the kid's got dedication. You can see it in the way he plays. Just every pitch, he's just into it. Um, so, yeah, I love that pick there. 
All right. Uh, my team is uh, my next team is the Ducks here in the Hopkins region. The Ducks had a couple of huge signings, and uh, my player to watch is going to be one of those players. Actually, it's going to be um, it's going to be Tubat, and Tubat is somebody who you know in the past couple of years he's been with the Blue Sox, and the Blue Sox have kind of been sort of at the bottom of Hopkins. You know, there's definitely there's no such thing as an easy night in Hopkins, and the Blue Sox are definitely a hard team to beat. But they ended up they ended up getting beat a lot, um, and so two bats kind of had to be their really marquee hitter, um, you know. And they have a lot of good decent veteran hitting because those guys played a long time, and they're not going to play a long time and be bad at hitting. Uh, but I think really two bat in this new environment, I really think we're going to see kind of shades of how he was with the biscuits, because he was just a game changing presence for them. When it came to clutch hitting, and he can put on, he can absolutely do it for pitching too. And I really think this is going to be that type of environment for him because he's going to be playing with some guys who are younger than him, and they're going to be playing to win and prove something. And he's going to be able to be that super veteran presence that that kind of team is going to need mm -hmm. because uh, you know it's like it's like this newly assembled team and almost the rebirth of a franchise. And if you can have that guy leading it from like. Even from the bottom of the lineup, and as a number three or four pitcher, that's huge. So I'm really excited to see what uh, what Tubac can do this year for the Ducks. Mm. Yes, yeah, good pick. That's a good team right there. Uh, next for me, I have the Yankees, and I think it's uh, I think it'd be nice to I think we all, we could all agree it'd be nice to see Rocket fully healthy. That's yeah, where, dude. That's my player to watch, just because it would be nice to uh, see what he can do now, and hopefully maybe pitch a little bit more because. Uh, I'm just looking at him. He hasn't really pitched. I mean, he's pitched a, a somewhat decent innings the last few years, but just played with injuries. And I think he can get back on it this year. And just with that trimmed down lineup, and he's a solid hitter too, I think he's just going to show that he's just a really solid bat player for the Yankees. Absolutely. Yeah, he's always like gotten hurt at MNWA. Mm -hmm. And there was no MNWA in the winter this year, so... I mean, he's got, hopefully he's coming in healthy and he's got his shoulder right and everything, like you said, because he's such a solid player, and I think he's still that player. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, right. I'm just really excited to see that. Next up, I have the vibes of Egan. Played against him a bunch. Uh, I would say, I don't really know. The team itself is a team to watch because it's really <laughs> weird. But it's it's awesome. Um, I, I'll just say Epstein, just because... At the exact same time that he's got Huck Finn and Nightmare on his team, he's just, he's still the man, you know? Like, he's the man. I feel like on the mound, he just, yeah, when he's on, he's he's really on. And Nightmare is too. Nightmare, Wally, pitched so well. Like, he's still pitching so well, still hitting the ball so well. But, um, shout out that, shout out everyone on that team. Even Catnip, like, they got a yeah, solid ass squad. I gotta say all that because it's really hard to really hard to say with a team like I. They're they probably are the most underrated team in the HRO right now, only because Hopkins is is so stacked and it's just a couple of us over in here in Egan. Even though the even though the conference looks so much better or the city looks so much better, but right the vibes really are that team and yeah. Uh, John doesn't walk us a few times in a row last year. They play they play the Aces in the World Series and that would have been great to great to watch, I think. Yeah. 
No doubt. Yeah. Next, I have the Blue Sox. Um, I'm going to go with Vlade. I just think that a guy who shows up every week and, you know, just there to have fun and, and try to contribute. and He's always there to try to win. I think people kind of take that for granted a lot of the time. So I think so, too. I think he'll be a guy, might hit around like 400, hit 25 bombs, have a sneaky great year, and, you know, get some get some votes to be in an all-star game or win an award or That'd two. That'd be sick. Literally on that kind of same same kind of Nelson vibe, too. Really right. that kind of underrated from the kind of bottom of the heap. So I think he'll provide a lot of their power at the plate. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll pitch much, but probably need to for them. So, yeah. you know, that'll be my pick. Consistency and, and just always there. Have a good time. That'd be sick to see if Vlade has anything left in the tank for when it comes to pitching. It'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. So we're coming down to our last teams here. Um, and my last team is the other is another is the other expansion team in Egan is and that is the Cyclones, and the person I am gonna be going with here is the other Pabone brother and that's Torpedo. We talked about Rocket before and we're I'm gonna talk about Torpedo here. He's really kind of getting to be their main player when it comes to it because his son uh, Mahomes he's gonna be. He's, I think he's definitely going to be ended end up the face of this franchise. I think he's technically the captain, and he's he's really it's his team with his friends, and I think that it's going to be his team going forward. And I think he's going to develop. You know, I think he's still in school, so I just and I think he plays baseball as well. So I'm not sure how much of the season he's actually going to like when he's going to be able to start to play. Uh, but I really think that Torpedo is going to be able to be the guy like really relied upon because on the Yankees with such a big lineup and such good players too uh, it's easy for him to kind of get lost both honestly in all phases when it comes to pitching fielding and hitting and he's great at all of that and he got and he's got to show that uh like i said his brother sean aka rocket got to do it a lot in mnwa torpedo did too torpedo made some all mnwa teams and so right. he's kind of just been waiting to go off and like hopefully they got like they got like seven guys but you know who knows how many of these guys are going to be showing up every week and so hopefully he can take advantage of some small lineup weeks and really kind of put together a good season here. Mm. And so, yeah, Torpedo's my guy here, my final guy to watch for the season. Nice. Love you, Torpedo. <laughs> uh, my final team is the Braves, and I think it's a player we had touched upon before and obviously everyone's looking for is Scrabble. There's a few other players you could pick from this team, but I think he truly, like, could be, could launch them into possibly getting further than they have been able to before. Uh, more on Hopkins, just with it being a trickier. And I think they, you know, they could still win that division if they play the vibes well. That's right. They have, they, they have a chance at it. So If not that, they can make a run in Palooza. And just what he did and just the numbers he put up in his first year, if he takes a second year step up and it's better than what he was, it's That'd just, be wild. Yeah, because he was, in, he was insane yep. from both sides of the... He really is fun to watch. Yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Exactly. A great guy, too. Really nice. Like, to actually, like, one of the few guys... Because there's not many many players that, like, even for me, that are fun to watch. And it's fun to watch him, like, pitch for sure. And yeah. hit for sure. So The way he know, pitches is kind of, like, mythical, I feel like. I don't know how or with whom, but I want to see him at UF so bad. I want to see that dude with a big bat in his hand mm. and see what he can do against him. I think there's a good though. chance he goes to NWA this year. Man, that'd be so That's wild! Right. I just, I, I hope he plays some MNWA Damn. too, because we're gonna be doing some, yeah. we're gonna be doing some stuff in MNWA with big bats this year. I want to see that guy with a big bat. Whew. Yeah. That'd he, be great. 
start a team, start another Minnesota team for us. I know, dude. That that's what I'm saying. Smart. I've always wanted the I've always wanted the factors to send a team for the factors. I think they could mm-hmm. for the factors with Scrabble. I've yeah, that's what I'm saying. Them. Yeah, he's come yeah. out and played Factor Field a couple times too. So a damn good team. I know, Ooh. dude. They got so much talent too. In like antics, I mean, that's a college player in the off season. I mean, if that's he flew right. out for a weekend, it'd be cool. It's funny that, dude. We should. Let's just make him the face. Get of the to know league. that, yeah, face of the league. <laughs> yeah, dude, Get that's to a know great that, idea. Man. So, oh, am I up next? Yeah, yeah Scrabble. My last team was the, uh, Chash Pandas. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go with, what Squirrel said earlier. What Austin said earlier, um, with, CP. I just see him around the ranks. I don't know that team in wiffle ball skill that much. I've played against him a few times, but don't know any stats. Wiffle right. Jesus is a is a they're all good wiffle ball players, like Yeah. Wiffle Jesus is my guy. He's a really fun dude to play with too. Yeah. He's I think I hope he makes the fun star team and he's really and I mean he's a good player too. There there's a lot of that team's got some potential too. I don't think they're gonna be as bad this year. No, yeah. Especially C P. I mean CP's he's got some fast pitch potential too as well. Mm-hmm. Two as well. <laughs> All right, right, Ev. I think uh, you got our last team here. And lastly, but uh, not leastly, we have the Rough Riders. Oh, right. Um. Yeah, they're gonna be. They're gonna have a bounce back year. I predict. Um. I think Yager's kind of taken over a lot as like leadership role, and he wants the young guys to mix with the veterans. So that is. That's another thing I want to say as kind of the last topic here is there's a good amount of teams that have like a young guy, and veteran mix. Yeah. And the Rough Riders are a perfect example of that. They got the young guys, Keeks and Mihoff, to go with Hater, Hal, Yager, and the other guys in the crew. So I think that uh, I'll just have to go with uh, Mihoff. Super young guy, but, I mean, he used to show up at the uh, Whistler for Wishes tourneys, and him and his dad and his brother, and those guys would just dominate. So Yeah, dude. He's a wiffle purist, and it sucks that he goes to school pretty far away, so he can't actually play full-time, but... One of those guys that if you play full time, I mean that's another, like you said, face of the league. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, should be fun to watch this year and look for the Rough Riders to bounce back a little bit. Absolutely. All right. So with opening day looming, um, who do you guys got opening day for your matchups? The Aces have the Millers opening day, so Ooh. we'll see Bliss and Doctor K and the Millers. Yes, sir. Cyclones to start our season. Oh, and playing them twice, I think, is so fun. I like. I hope if any of those boys listen to this, I love playing against, especially younger dude, like any dudes younger than me, because they always end up giving me some effort, you know, like let's have some competitive games, Cyclones, yeah, yeah. should be fun. I love playing with football, so I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna whoop ass regardless. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited. Uh, who do we got? We got the Chihuahuas, the man. Chihuahuas, yeah. We got Good a nice lineup. Yeah, that's, that's fun. I don't we even know who we're gonna get, so man. Anything better than that, really? We, I mean, Chihuahuas Good got starts. freaking four. Eight. They got four. They got four top two. You probably see a Mippy and like face combo. I would assume first yeah, night's nice a wild thing. card night, though. Anything can happen. That's true. Know. Yeah. Well, hopefully this gets going soon. You know, winter's pretty much looming. I know leagues are starting to open up, and that's kind of what the theme of this month is here, April for Holy Commutes. Um, yeah, so we're going to be back at you tomorrow morning with some uh, more Wiffle Ball content here on Holy Commutes. You can find us on Twitter at Holy Commutes, Holy with an E. Um, and then 
don't forget to catch Evan and uh, Evan and Hove here on the on the HRL Touch Mall podcast, Psych and Hove. Yeah, you guys uh hopefully going to be having some guests on here leading up to opening day. Maybe. To, to make... <laughs> Maybe. Help make some new faces of the league. But uh, no, check him out. We talked about the Legend Lineup podcast earlier and just learning about the depth of HRL knowledge and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, we're going to be, like I said, like I talked about earlier when talking about the Space Cowboys, you can check out Mineral Man. They're going to be, they provided the music for uh, for all, for the Wednesday edition of Holy Commutes all this month. It's Mineral Man month. Uh, we started off with Green Mars from the Red Mars Trilogy, and uh, we're going to be ending with Red Mars from the Red Mars Trilogy. So, from the Red Mars Trilogy, it's the title track, Red Mars, here on Holy Commutes. You are listening to Mineral Man, sponsored by HRL Twin Cities. You're welcome. Mm-hmm.